Welcome to Notes from the Electronic Cottage. I'm Jim Campbell. The great science fiction writer Arthur C. Clarke once authored a set of observations that have since become known as Clarke's Three Laws, the third of which is, quote, any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic, end quote. In observing the recent assertions of some of our politicians, the question arises as to whether they think Clark's third law works the other way around. Lately, it certainly seemed that way. Magic seems to be indistinguishable from advanced technology for some of them. By simply wishing that something were so, technology will make it so. Unfortunately, that isn't the case. But some of our federal-level politicians don't seem to have gotten the word. We know, of course, that of the 535 members of Congress, we can count on our fingers and maybe a couple of toes the number who have technology degrees. And as many recent congressional hearings have demonstrated, that lack of understanding technology is really apparent and really potentially dangerous. The executive branch, alas, is just as bad, if perhaps not worse. Mr. Trump, of course, has a record of magical thinking and imagining that wishing will make technology so. In the current coronavirus crisis, for example, that tendency has seemed especially pronounced. First, we were going to have a vaccine to prevent the virus in a month. The actual scientists in the background of the photo op where that statement was made winced because, of course, it will be pretty magical if we have an effective vaccine even within 18 months. Then we heard that Google had 1,700 engineers working on a web application that was going to make it possible for people all over the country to decide if they should get tested for the virus and, if they should, to direct them to the nearest testing location in their area. Anyone who wanted to get tested and qualified after a short web survey would be able to get tested and to find out fast just how to do that. In fact, that website was going to be up and running in a matter of days, if not hours. Well, that's probably not a bad thing to magically wish for. When everything is going to poop, why not call on digital tech to save the day in a magical way? Except, of course, reporters immediately called Google, who had not released a press release about any of this, and they got no answer for hours, mainly because it turned out Google folks knew nothing about it. Eventually, Alphabet, Google's parent company, said that another part of Alphabet, called Verily, was working on a prototype that was going to be tested in two counties in California. Not surprisingly, the counties where Silicon Valley folks are located. Verily, by the way, has a total of a thousand employees. The site is actually up now, but so far, it appears that no one has actually been referred to a testing site because, of course, there's still an enormous shortage of testing capacity. We could spend the rest of our time today on details about this magical wish, but we don't need to. The New York Times, Wired, and other sources already have. For our purposes, the point is that a lack of understanding about science and technology and government can lead to all sorts of assumptions and assertions that are simply magical thinking. And that level of ignorance can have real effects on our daily lives. Another example, we might call it the Bar and Ray Show, with apologies to the great radio comedians Bob and Ray, one of whom lived a good part of his later life here in Maine, by the way. 
In this case, we're talking about Attorney General Bob Barr and FBI head Christopher Wray, which is spelled W-R-A-Y, by the way, unlike, unlike Ray of Bob and Ray. Their ongoing tech campaign has been focused on demanding that tech companies build backdoors into their encryption applications so that law enforcement can have access to encrypted emails, voicemails, text, and pretty much any other type of information. They both go on at great length about how all sorts of vile and pernicious people are communicating in ways that law enforcement cannot access and which therefore make the rest of us less safe. There are some serious questions about whether that's actually true or not, but for our purposes today, Messrs. Barr and Ray are once again engaging in magical thinking when it comes to technology. They have asserted over and over that they're not interested in weakening encryption. They're not asking for back doors to encryption. They just want government to have access to encrypted information. In Mr. Ray's words from July of 2019, quote, I get a little frustrated when people suggest that we're trying to weaken encryption or weaken cybersecurity more broadly. We're doing no such thing." End quote. Except, of course, that that is exactly what would happen if the tech companies did what these gentlemen are asking for. Encryption is what makes online banking or online purchases or online business communication possible to say nothing of personal communications for the rest of the non-criminal us. Pretty near every knowledgeable cybersecurity expert who's spoken on the subject is on record as saying that it is simply not possible to provide a way into encrypted communication without making encryption, and thus the backbone of the online economy, among other things, insecure. If there's a way for government to get into encrypted information, there will be a way for others to use those same back doors for nefarious purposes. Needless to say, security experts such as Bruce Schneer have asked folks such as Mr. Barr and Mr. Ray to tell them exactly how their idea of not breaking encryption could work while still making the content of encrypted material available to government. But Mr. Barr and Mr. Ray and a good number of Congress people simply insist that if tech nerds just worked harder, they would figure it out. And they say, if they change the law, tech companies would have to figure out how to solve the problem. Knowledgeable tech folks respond by saying that the government can change the law of the land, but they can't change the laws of nature. Arthur C. Clarke asserted that, quote, any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic, end quote. And perhaps he was right. However, magical thinking is unfortunately very distinguishable from advanced technology. And our hope is that we get more people in government who actually know the difference. Stay well, stay safe, listen to the scientists about the coronavirus, and a lot of other things. We'll do our best to report on what they have to say that will affect our everyday lives right here on future editions of Notes from the Electronic Cottage. Mm-hmm.